CPAC 2020, the event of the year for conservatives. The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C., was there interviewing all the right kind of people. And now, your host, Gail Trotter. So what is your name? Price Robinson. And why are you here at CPAC 2020? I am here to help run the Bring Our Troops, Bring Our Troops Home booth. And what is the the genesis of your organization? Obviously, the mission is to bring the troops home, but what? how did your organization start? So we're actually a relatively new organization. We just had our one-year anniversary in February. We're based out of Boise, Idaho. Uh, it was founded by an Afghan war vet, Dan McKnight, and another Afghan war vet, Ben Adams, when they sat down and they decided, what, where is America's foreign policy going? How much longer are we going to continue to, our, to entangle ourselves in these conflicts abroad? It's been almost two decades, and it's time to put out a positive foreign policy message, communicate with the president to end these forever wars, and bring our troops home from active combat zones around the world. Do you remember before 9-11 when uh, al-Qaeda had uh, taken up residence in Afghanistan and the Taliban was giving them support where they were able to launch their attacks? Do you, do you remember that? I do not remember it. I'm, I'm 22. So I, I don't. Have, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to assume it. No, I, I don't have a cognizant memory in my mind where we have not been either in Iraq or Afghanistan or Yemen or Libya or Syria or the 60,000 troops we have down in Africa or anywhere pretty much globe trotting around the globe uh, with military intervention missions. And one of the main kind of points of our organization is we want to hold our state and federal representatives accountable, hold their feet to the fire and say, enough is enough. We have been in these wars for almost two decades, and we're doing that by, one, pressuring our members of Congress to try to appeal or repeal the 2001, 2002, and 2003 authorization of use of military force, which pretty much gives the executive, executive branch unilateral authority to deploy troops overseas with the pretenses of fighting the war on terror. And well, do you think there might be a risk that if we pull out of Afghanistan and some of these other countries where terrorism is rife, that we may end up seeing more terrorism on our shores that these placements of our troops have prevented over the last, over your lifetime? I think there's always a risk with any major foreign policy decision, but if you look at what's going on on the ground, and we're not advocating, we don't have an anti-war stance, we have a pro-constitution stance. We, our, one of our main missions is to hold Congress accountable and say, if we are going to declare war, which we have not done in Iraq and Afghanistan, then let's have our members of Congress hold themselves accountable so we can say, you voted for this war, and if we continue to lose U.S. soldiers year after year after year, once again, that's, that's on them because they continue these overseas abroad conflicts. So when it comes down to the idea that there could be a, a threat, we're not against counterintelligence, we're not against prioritizing our intelligence operations, and we're not against the War Powers Act, which gives the president unilateral authority in a 90-day window to actively engage any threat to the United States that he deems as being a, an imminent threat. Well, there are many people who think the War Powers Act is con is unconstitutional and that the power the president has even more power for foreign policy. But related to that, you have a cutout poster of President Donald Trump. Do you that was one of his campaign promises. Do you think he's done a good job of moving us in that direction? Well, I think he's done a tactful job of not engaging us in any new foreign policy engagements. And where, the, where we do have forces currently engaged, he's done a good job of either withdrawing forces, northern Syria in particular, or in places like Afghanistan, putting a plan together. I mean, if we have a, the peace talks today with the Taliban uh, and trying to wind down the war there. So I think that he's doing as much as he can with the powers that he has, with the influence he has in Congress, because there is pushback from both the right and the left about... Um, 
actually moving forward and trying to bring our troops home from these conflicts. So I think in the time he's had, he's done a fantastic job not engaging us in any more foreign policy excursions. I think we saw a lot of people in the Democratic Party and in the mainstream media worried that he was pushing us towards a war with Iran. How did you all assess that when that was going on? Which it seems to have been the toned down, uh, not, not from President Trump, but from the Democrats and from the mainstream media faulting President Trump for the actions he took. Well, I think that the president made a calculated decision, especially when you're talking about the missile strikes at Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq, to come up with a diplomatic solution to resolve the issue. I mean, if we if we actually look at the, the tit-for-tat responses that took place in Iraq, the Iranians were the ones who were the original aggressors when they started to shell U.S. military positions with their Shia militias inside of, uh, of Iraq. So with the president was able to talk with the Iranians, call them out on their bluff, and when they did their attack and there was no American lives lost, having the insight to say, we're not going to start another incredibly large foreign policy excursion in a country that is with population and geographically two or three times the size of Iraq uh, over a few cruise missiles that relatively damaged an airbase. So I think it, I, I fully support the president's decision not to intervene in Iran uh, when that happened. And once again, if, if, there, if there were American lives lost, if the U.S. or its allies were attacked, we support the ability for the United States to defend itself. If we actually go out and we are in an engaged war or we have a threat on our nation's borders, yes, send the military. That's what we're there for. So that's kind of my position on this. So where can people find you online? You can find us at bringourtroopshome.us or our Bring Our Troops Home Facebook page where we do a lot of our communication with people on the ground organizing our grassroots efforts. Great. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of CPAC. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now. It's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.